Garden Bulletin Podcast. Hi, I'm Lee Slunkstrom. And I'm Carrie Ingram. What is up, Carrie Ingram? Not much. We got the hair butcher in their house. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I say that a lot. That's right. Wrong finger, Carrie. But yeah, that's right. Uh, Carrie is the owner of... City Barbershops and Color Parlor. See, I mess it up. So you say the word salon, and she reminds me it's not the 80s. So we don't call it salon, right? <laughs> it's a shop. Is a salon like a bad... Is it like a negative term? No, but a salon is more geared just for women. Ah. Yeah. And you've got dudes hair. A lot. Like a lot of the guys I work with, you cut their hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They love Carrie and Echo. They think you guys are the greatest. Because we are. I, I argue against it constantly. I'm like, I, I, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kind of bullshitting around because we have a guest that's been on this podcast multiple times. Many, many times. This is an old school guest for us. She's an OG. OG. She is an OG. Jen, Neb. What's hello. happening? Hello, everybody. Well, I've decided that by the looks of myself, I'm getting ready for hibernation. <laughs> right? I'm just packing it on. And then I got to thinking, if you hibernate, just decide to be lazy and sleep your ass through the whole winter, are you going to come out just thinner, or are you going to come out like some decrepit, post-apocalyptic, decrepit, washed absolutely. out, no muscles, no. army crawling to get in and work? Disaster. It's gonna be like those zombie movies where you're in a coma and then you wake up and the whole world's went to shit and you try and stand up but your legs are all atrophied. Yeah, so you fall down. Yeah. So you gotta be like me. You gotta see I can you I can have really, it. You yeah. gotta really pack it on. Oh man. I think I have. I think I'm ready. I got a Twinkie and beard diet I'll put you on, Jen. I will get you hibernation ready like in two months. <laughs> that now. is funny. I you know, I always say the best diet, and this is kind of crass, of course, but is the peanuts and corn diet. <laughs> if, I, if I could just stick with peanuts, that. Peanuts, right? Peanuts and corn. <laughs> yes. But don't call it porn. <laughs> peanuts and corn. That's right, they call it corn porn online, right? Yeah. Is that, yep. you know, it's so, Ooh. so silly, dude. <laughs> well, I hope nobody uh, within OnlyFans has a corn porn page. You know what they do. Yes. We'll go um, sure they do. Although it's weird, I also tell people if they want to grow boobs, don't get a boob job. I do have a Twinkie and beard diet. That's how I grew mine. I mean, no. <laughs> I love boom, it. Boom. No problem. Shit. But, and it's a fun diet, you know? <laughs> Twinkies and beer? Shit. <laughs> Get lost. And you can eat twice as many Twinkies because they seem to have gotten smaller. They have, uh, well, that's everything else, right? They charge you the same, but they, it's, yeah. Yeah. Rotten, rotten consumer America. All right. Or not consumer, corporate America. That's right. High school education's not been doing well, so. <laughs> All right. Well, well, if you do the Bull Hook, the podcast, welcome. Uh, what we do on this podcast is we bring on a guest. Today's Jen Nev, the returning OG Generous. Yeah, you didn't say it. You didn't say it. I had for completely almost spaced it. It's been a, holidays are busy. They are. Daylight savings time has been terrible for me this you year. Kick your ass. It's my first year that I'm finally just like, what? What is going on? <laughs> Why is it dark? Get out? out of bed. Why is it dark out at noon? Uh, anyway, so what Jen's gonna do is she's gonna tell us two, three stories about her life. Now here's a kicker: only two of these stories are true. Well, it's either borrowed, made up, or half true, half false. Now, we're not going to ask you what it is, okay? We're just going to listen to the stories, and Carrie and I are just going to guess. How are you doing so far on these? Not good. No? No. I have not done the math from the last year yet. I usually do the stats after I didn't have a chance to do the rock, paper, scissors, or whatever. The year is almost over. But we're, this is actually, welcome to January 2024 right now, Jen. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Excuse me, I'm sorry. We're recording a week before Christmas is 23, so... See you next year. Yeah, we're, we're time skipping right now. Happy we're, New Year. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're traveling forward in time. <laughs> Freaking fancy. So, um, yes. Uh, anyway, so that's what we do. Uh, you, you, Jen is off and on with when she's the host, too, about guessing. She's uh, in the middle of the road, I think. Right? I'm very hit or miss. Hit or miss. Yeah. Last couple of times, though, you kind of come on strong, though. You, uh, I don't know. I think once. Yeah. Maybe. I was impressed with it. I can't remember what it was, but I remember being like, fuck, Jim, nice call. So it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it though, is. So. And this is your couple. How many times have you done this now? I think this is like three or four. four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. So anyway, uh, that's what we're going to do. With, uh, welcome to the Blow Up the Podcast. So uh, you ready to start, Jim? Because we're probably going to BS most of this, right? Yes, I am absolutely ready for before this. Before we do it, I do have an extra sponsor to go today, right? Yeah. We have a brand new sponsor, Magic Beans. Now, if you want coffee in, in Fort Morgan, Colorado, or a cool place to hang out, go to The Block. That's the old country stakeout. If you're old like us, that's what you recognize, right? You bet. It's The Block. Go down there. It's uh, Megan Orcutt. 
magic beans, uh, get a coffee down there for that. You know what I mean? It's it's great. Go down, tell her you heard from the, this from the Bullhucker podcast, and it won't get you anything free, but she'll high-five you. If she doesn't, I'll <laughs> slap her around. So, But it's cool. She's going to have coffee mugs down there coming with the Bullhucker podcast on it. So she's big, uh, become a big supporter of it. So please make sure you go down check it out. If you need someone to do your studying if you're in school or just to go hang out with some friends and have a coffee and bullshit, Go down and check out Magic Beans. Oh, so it's a full coffee and Wi-Fi cafe. Yes, it is. So superb. You go down there and check it out and hang out and you get a coffee. You know, it's a dessert, right? Dessert in a cup is not what coffee is. Mm, yeah. Are you a coffee fan? I am a coffee fan. Are you? Mm-hmm. What's your what's your go to? I usually just do a plain sugar free iced coffee. That's easy. I know I'm basic. Jen, coffee is one of my main staples. Okay. Uh, I usually go for just a very simple hot hazelnut latte. Really? Yep. I will call Megan, and you go down there, and I'll get your coffee. Okay. All right. You you as well, Carrie. I'll call her. Thank go you. down there and check your easy-ass coffee. She'll do yours. You, I don't know. Because <laughs> when they order coffee, it's like listening to a quarterback call out a play, right? It's like this long-ass, it's, it's white girl crazy. Some it's, people are so crazy, and really all you need, if you like it sweet, get sugar and cream. <laughs> you can't though. It's got to be a dessert. It's got whipped cream and all kinds of crap in it, right? No, no half calf. You're you're just like if you're doing half calf, water it down, right? I actually got a free one. Her husband went and bought the boss one, but he was busy, so he I was just sloppy second apparently. He just go and take this. So it was pretty good though. I'm not much of a coffee guy, but it was pretty good. So anyway, Magic Bean, check them out. They're great. So all right, Jen, we're telling stories. Yes. All right, Carrie, you want to read them off? A rather shitty arrest, Slim Jimmy, or out of body, out of mind. Out of body, out of mind, Slim Jimmy, or a rather shitty arrest. Why don't you pick one up for us, Carrie? I'm going to go with Slim Jimmy. Slim Jimmy. Slim Jimmy. Oh, my goodness. So this one is rather short, but hilarious. It was not at the time. Um, so there are often times that I find myself a couple hours away helping out at a farm for some extra cash. <clears throat> and I usually will stay out there a couple of days before I return. And that's just how I supplement my income every now and again. Mm-hmm. So I go out there one day. It was just last summer. I go out there one day and I get out of my car. Usually I leave my keys because it's so far out nobody's ever going to find it. Right. And um, I leave my keys in the car and go in and work. And I left my keys in, and my car made the weirdest beep like I'd never heard before. And I didn't think much of it, went in and worked. That night, I was going home. So I go back out and realize that my car has completely sealed itself up like it has been stolen. But the car's still there. The car's still there, but I can see my dashboard stolen light is on. And I thought, the weird, yeah, it's got some weird padlock that flashes. Really? Yes. And I thought, oh, the weird noise. <clears throat> Couldn't get into it anyway. So we tried and tried, tried and tried. And then one of the coworkers says, hey, my brother's a locksmith. We'll have him come out tomorrow and, and get your car unlocked so you can go home. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want to stay here, but okay, you know. The next day, her brother arrives. And he's got, I've never seen a professional lock pick, picker's kit, but I'm guessing this guy does not borderline the professional <laughs> lines at any means. This kid might know how to pick a lock. Yeah. Needless to say, he spends two or three hours trying to work on my car and does not get it undone. So my car sits out, I'm out there for days and days oh, trying to figure out how am I going to get to my other key at home. I had a spare key at home. Right. So finally, someone from the brush area shows up out there, and I'm like, will you please take me home? Please, please, please. So not only did he drive me home, but he came and helped me drill out my own lock on my home so I could get into my car key. You kept breaking your own house? No. Wow. I have to keep it locked down because of my past and... For safety and I get that for a while still. Jennifer, everybody should be able to break into their own home. Can you break into yours? 
I don't want to. Well, if I could have fit in one of the basement windows, I might have tried one of those. But right. I don't think, I think that would be a worse problem because right. how do you get your phone to call the EMTs to say, I'm stuck when your ass is on that side, but your arms are on this <laughs> oh, side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't risk it. I just thought I need to get home. And then I got a ride after, oh, I'm sorry, I'm missing the most important part. At one point, my kid works at AutoZone. So it was a last-ditch effort. I message him. And I'm like, hey, by any chance, do people still sell Slim Jims? By any. And he's yeah. like, yeah, we sell Slim Jims, Mom. And I was like, are you serious? Because I will pay you. I will pay for it and pay you to drive me a Slim Jim. He's all down for it. All right. So I say, first of all, Send me a picture of this Slim Jim. <laughs> so what I get, you guys, after days and days of frustration... I hope is, the answer is a dick pic, but go ahead. Is, <laughs> is <laughs> we, only, we only have one left, so let me know if you want it or not. Right. Yes, Carrie. My kid sends me a photograph... Of Hulk Hogan snap into a Slim Jim because he doesn't know any better and doesn't know what a Slim Jim is. So immediately, I can feel the red boiling up inside of me. I don't realize that he's not knowing, dominant, too young uh, here's to deal. not know what a Slim Jim Just is. Just remember the dumbest generation on this planet right now. It's fine. <laughs> So I'm literally like, if I could fly right now, by any means, broom, on, on crow's feet, which I would be terrified of, run, I would be at AutoZone kicking that boy's ass right now. You know, and of course, the next day I'm like, that's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, I would have yeah. done the same thing. But the fact that he's like, we only have one left. You better let me know if you want it. And that he was willing to drive like 150 miles to bring me the last meat stick. Because well, you offered to pay him. It's not right, like, right. Oh, it's hard. I was paying for the gas. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which gave some cred. But yeah, at the time, I just remember being so furious. But I did get the problem resolved without the meat stick. <laughs> Um, we laugh about it now, but it it will always be one of my favorite stories about my um child. Jen, what happens if he you don't? Thank God you asked for the picture. Right? What happens if he drives 150 miles? You're like, did you bring it? You know, I'll take my car, and he whips out this fucking oh yeah, oh yeah, Slim Jim, and you're like, what the fuck? I wouldn't have is even that? had to fly him somewhere. I could have just got him right then, just started bl- throwing blows. You know what I've done? I've been like, I need you to check out that look in here. And as he looks in, take his head and right the window. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there like, we go. Thank you. I've got access to my yeah. car now. <laughs> well, did you ever figure out why I locked you out? No. In fact, it's still kind of a weird issue, but something's wrong with my electrical system in my car. Do you have a newer car? Not really. It's about eight years old. Okay. Yeah. Did you know they have those? Does your car have a... a, Danger, you're being robbed. You're being robbed. Well, my daughter's car, I was borrowing it one night, and it did it. It locked me out, and it said it was the theft deterrent system. Yeah. Uh And it locked the whole car. I couldn't get in or anything. We couldn't jumpstart it, nothing. I had to go take it to the auto place, and they had to completely redo it. Really? Yeah. That would piss me off, man. Oh, I was so mad. And then the Slim Jim just escalated it. <laughs> oh, I thought, man. that jerko. Oh, I'm going to kill it. Oh, is he really serious? He doesn't you know? know, though, right? He doesn't know. Right, he, he had no clue. I was <laughs> like, no, dude, it's that thing that you're breaking a car with. It looks like a saw blade. Let's look at the silver lining. He doesn't know how to break into a car, so he's a good kid, right? He's not right. robbing people, right? Because if way he, to look at it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. We've not had any troubles with car break-ins yet. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of cousins in Pueblo. I'm a Mexican half, Jen. They don't need a Slim Jim to break into your car next time. Just let me know. That is funny. <laughs> aren't you Aren't you working like a, isn't it a weed? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I've moved on a little bit from that. Oh, it's okay. a different, different place. But okay. Yeah, I mean. Listen, if you got it's weed. It's very remote. They'll show up and break you, into your car. Well, right? I got weed. It's yeah. just not from that place. <laughs> not just saying. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Back many years ago, um. I just moved back, and Mom says, can you go and check out these plants on my, my, 
my friends, I think they're marijuana. Like she thought she'd grown weed, right? There's another plant that's like it looks like marijuana, but it's got like one less leaf. That's how you can tell. But I don't do that shit, so I'm like, I don't know, mom. I, I, she's it like, grow, it grows in our window wells. My mom yeah. accused me of the same thing my whole life. Yeah, I'm like, that ain't weed. How do you know? Oh, I don't know. But there was so much of this shit. If it had been weed, mom was sitting on a small fortune. She goes, well, what do I do with it? Like, I tell her, we call the cops, or I call some friends from Pueblo, and they come down and get it for you, and they paint your house and mow your lawn while they're, you know, because this is a shitload of weed, mom. But it turned out to be the other plant, so the cops came by. And, You're like, yeah. you have the best-looking yard on the block. Oh, they will. They, they'll hook you up, mom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they might even put out one of them. They, they, that's how much they want this weed, so just so you know. Yeah. So, what do you think about that story, Gary? I think that it's so hundred percent believable. <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, we'll just say my child is twenty years old, so he is a Gen Zer. Okay. All right. We're all Gen X here, yes. I am Gen X. Yes. Yeah, me too, and I think you are too. Anyway, uh, imagine when we were his age, though, how stupid we were with some things. You know, I got told. All the time, like, that was wrong with you. You know, I didn't know either. So, I mean, you can't talk too much shit, I guess. You know? I was completely stupid. He's way better off streetwise than I ever was at that age. Right. I'm just saying, we uh, we make fun of this younger generation, but they're just they're just us 25 years later, right? He works at an auto parts store. Yeah. He probably should have known. Yeah, that's true. They're just bumbling along. <laughs> that's true. true. To, they don't care. There's no mercy with Gary Ankrum. No. She don't give a shit. Well, he loves cars, but yeah. is, does he give a shit about working at an auto parts store? Hell no. Yeah. He doesn't work there anymore, so I can say that. But, yeah. <laughs> he could have given crap less. He's just like, I just want the cheddar. The cheddar. So I should have known that it might as well have been a Slim Jim with a cheddar stick. Just <laughs> go ahead and bring that one out, son. Wow. I, uh, God bless him. That's all I'm going to say is God bless him. So I want that one to be true, Jen. But, uh, yeah, like I said, you're lucky you didn't show up because that's when you start choking him. That's, you know. You bet. Yeah. And I wouldn't hesitate now that he's an adult. I always tell him we wouldn't be friends <laughs> if I was 20. Beat him with so, a meat stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those things hurt too. That, sounds, that sounds really but, bad when it's your own kid. I'm going to beat you with a meat stick. You better stand back. <laughs> when he calls the cops and he shows a little laceration marks, like, what the <laughs> Slim Jim, she started attacking me. I drove it to her. She was hungry. Then she beat me with it. I'm bleeding. You she know? beat me with her meat stick. Yeah. <laughs> What's her pronoun? Yeah. <laughs> then they tell the story. They're like, hit him some more. What the wrong with you? <laughs> Stupid. All right, Slim Jimmy's down. Two more. A rather shitty arrest and out of body, out of mind. I'm going to just uh, go with a rather shitty arrest. Oh, another fun one. So not only is this a rather shitty arrest, but this is the story of the first and only time I've ever been arrested in my life. Congratulations. So, yeah, I actually hold, given my past, it's really shocking that I've not been arrested for a lot more. Really? Yeah, we'll start with that because I'm not, I'm no angel. No, I'm with you. I, I yeah, I'm, so, not, I'm with you. Yeah. So one night I'm driving home. I'm, I live in Aurora at the time. Okay, this is probably 19, we said the state is the scene. This is probably 1995. Oh, yeah. I'm probably 23 years old. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend are headed home from downtown Denver for whatever reason. We live out in Aurora. So we're on I-70 getting on the 225 exchange to head over towards Alameda. Right. And I get pulled over. And I remember immediately that I've got a bench warrant on failure to appear. (laughs) Because I had received a breach of peace ticket. A what? Breach of peace for having... And the cops that came to my apartment used to come to my 7-Eleven. So they thought, thought I was watching Jerry Springer too hot for TV. I will hold that to the death. I was alone. And they thought it would be funny to write breach peace having too loud of sex on the ticket. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. <laughs> so I see the ticket. Tell them all, I ain't coming to court, you jerkos. How dare you do that? And don't come into my 7-Eleven for free coffee. Meh. You know, uh, so sticking true to my guns. Go to the Magic Bean located at the block. <laughs> there you go. Much better situation. Don't go Don't go to the 7-Eleven. All right. So, um, of course, I don't go to court. 
and in you know, a sheer act of defiance. And this is two or three years later, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I finally get pulled over, and immediately I look over at my boyfriend, and I say, uh, I'm going down. <laughs> and this is my first time. And he's like, I'm going down, too. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun night. So, consequently, we both get arrested. But instead of putting us in the back of squad cars, it's a weekend night. They put us in the drunk tank, the big truck filled with people. Awesome. Getting our way slowly but surely to Denver. So, they're going to stop at every police station where there's a detainee waiting to get to the Denver County. Great. Fine. No problem. But we're right around the area of Edgewater and Wheat Ridge, and I get the impending doom of bubbleguts. Terrible. Yeah. And I'm not going to make it to the Denver County. So I start complaining. (laughs) I got to go to the bathroom. And of course, they take me as a joke. And I'm like, no, seriously, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then finally, I'm like, if you don't want to clean up the drunk tank after the only person not drunk in this tank, you got to let me go to the bathroom. Right. Please, please, please. So I don't know if they were trying to prove a point, like saying, let's see if she, this girl's really got a shit. Yeah. So I can't remember if it was Edgewater or Wheat Ridge, but they got me out and they let me out. And while they were getting there, whoever was being detained there, they let me into... The main area where they uh, book the people and fingerprint them and photograph them and hold them. Process them, yeah. Thank you. I wouldn't even know that word because it was the only time I was ever arrested. (laughs) Right. So in the center of the room is a half center block wall with a prison toilet. Three walls. That's it. Half center block all the way around so they can see everything you do. And I wasn't joking. It was for real. I dropped trout and let it loose in the Edgewater Wee Ridge Police Station. Destroyed it. So if you've ever had a question on if women poo, men, we do. And it gets quite nasty. So anyways, I finished my business and finally made it to the Denver County where I bailed myself out. But you can't get out until the following morning. And I ended up sharing a cell with this little tiny crackhead who was up bouncing off the walls on her like a capuchin monkey. And the next morning, she came over to my tray and, like, forked my pancakes and stole them from me. (laughs) And then I got let out. So that is the story of my first and only completely shitty arrest experience. Knock on wood. Thank you very much. Knock on wood. Now I almost... OCD followed the law. I drive like a grandma. Me too. I try to be as okay. careful as I can, mostly because I don't want to waste the time. I don't want to waste the time or the money going to court, paying fines. It's easier to just live my life. Right. Yeah. I get it. I Out get of sheer it. laziness, have I stopped being any sort of non-angel? Here's the funny thing. Uh, and I joked with Adam about this during the best of episode, and it's the truth. If this podcast goes more than two episodes of the poop story, it's a miracle. <laughs> Every other episode's got a shit story. I love it. Poop stories are my favorite. <laughs> they are my favorite, too, because everybody does it, and everybody's had that issue, right? Uh, Allison Walker's episode, she has one. It's My own mother's like, if you see Allison, you tell her, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. You know? And I'm like, so like, Adam's like... I, I, yeah, no, it happens to all of us. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, at least there was a wall there. Usually, some some jails just have the the toilet just well, out there. If there know? hadn't been a wall, they just got a real experience. So thank goodness there was a wall there. But also thank goodness I was in my twenties. I didn't mind dropping trout in my twenties in front of a bunch. Right. You know. Right. Now I'd be like, oh, if you guys don't want to be completely shocked, you better turn around. <laughs> I uh, and when I bought my house in 06 downstairs, they, it's it's not done at all, right? It's just all concrete walls. But they were going to start framing in a bathroom, but all they got was a toilet in. So this toilet is literally sitting in the middle of this room, like just by itself, right? So I called it my prison shitter forever. 
And Mark Rudolph, what's up, Sparky? Whenever you come to the house, he'd only use the prison shitter, dude. He's out there pissed out there and whatever else. He's like, I'm gonna, I have to use the restroom. I'm like, what's up? With, oh, yeah, you, you like the prison shitter. I forgot. Well, at least it's private. What a great, what yeah. a great pooper for the holidays and everything. You don't have to disrupt yeah. anybody else. Yeah. You're just like, uh, I'm going to go use the prison shitter. It's out there, man. Like, nobody else is going down there. You're going to do it in front of all their glory. So we walk downstairs, you're just sitting there like, hey, hey. <laughs> What's happening? So much draft would be. <laughs> where's that disturbing yeah. draft coming yeah. from? Yeah. Which I know I've talked about on here before. <laughs> Unsettling draft. Uh, I have a buddy who just went to jail. And I don't say who it is, but it's his first time and it is the only time he's been arrested. And he was talking about that when he woke up out of his stupor because it was for drinking, you know. And uh, he had to go. <laughs> and he's, he's a good dude. He's a law body citizen. He made this one mistake, right? And he had to lean into the guy next to me. He's like, what's the uh, shit situation around here? Like, how's the salt work? And the guy's like, if you get the guard, there's a nice one they'll let you use, but it's at their own time. They'll take you when they want. He sat there staring at that. Uh, and it's like the old 80s movie. There's that, that toilet there that you do not want to use. There's not even like the seat. Like, it's just like the rim. Like, you, the women are afraid to fall in at night, you know? And uh, he, he's begging. He's like, just let me use the... I got the, the tequila shits like you wouldn't believe. It's, please, Jesus, let me use it, you know. So, you know, when he said that, I was like, I get it. I love it. Well, and oftentimes women, we will, I've talked about it too. I call it Mexican bathroom standoff. We will not, if we can at all odds, hold it in long enough, even poo in a separate stall in front of each other. We talked about this during the uh, Yolanda Zink episode. There you go. Yeah. and it's, Did you know that, being a lady? What? You never shit with another woman in the bathroom? Unless it's an emergency, or were you trying to hold it until there's a flush, or they get out of the room, or... You, you'll just go into a public bathroom and go for it? Never have. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get answers out of Carrie, by the way. She's a vault. <laughs> she admitted to shit on this podcast. She's not a tension whore like you and I, Jen, okay? But... Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing. That stands on my side of the Mexican standoff. Well, Yolanda was like, oh, yeah, you wait till you're alone. And then <laughs> yeah. you, because she was saying that some of the ladies yeah. are just destroyed. And she's like, come on, bitch. We don't <laughs> hear those odd noises in the women's public restroom. Unless uh, if those women are having an emergency <clears throat> and then we're like, okay, I get it. But next time, shh. Yeah, no. Men don't care. Men no. don't care. The thing that men care about when you use a public restroom, if there's multiple urinals, you don't stand to the next urinal. You have to have a urinal between you. It's like movie seats, you know. You don't sit next to your dude friends, you know. <laughs> you have to. They're rarely all taken. Is that what you're saying? No, but you will not make eye contact with the person next to you for nothing. You and just if stare some at the creeper wall. does stand next to you, do you just move over in midstream? Whoa. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I got booked to do comedy up in Gillette, Wyoming. Lori uh, Callahan. So Alan Goff goes with me, and the headliner we went with was, uh, what's his name? Steve Gaston. You know Steve? No. So it's this bar in Gillette. It's, a, it's an oil town, right? It's all oil, like roughnecks, right? We do a comedy show. It does okay. We, we start partying. We start getting shit-faced. They think it's funny to tell this guy I'm gay, right? <laughs> they don't tell me. They tell him so... He follows me to the bathroom to pee. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, can I help you? Because he's just like staring. I'm like, uh, it's not impressive. Okay, I'm just going to tell you right now. If you're looking for a great show, you've come to the wrong place, my friend. But, uh, but the show's out there. And then he kept talking to me. Alan's laughing the whole time. So is Steve. And I'm like, what's so funny? He thinks you're gay. He's into it. I go, oh, my God. Well, I'm flattered. But, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Yeah, that dude followed me in the bathroom. And I was just like, uh. This is one of those ones you don't know. There's big, long horse trough urinals where they dump ice in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, my bubble, dude. You're in my bubble. You know, I don't... Uh, yeah, there's, there's just certain times that you don't get close to people. And the urinal is yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. And For men, yeah. Probably the ATM. And yeah. Now you have to follow the stickers on the... Are we still following stickers on the floor? Because I sure don't. I'm like... Uh, uh, just in the lazy places where they haven't picked them up. Okay, gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. What was I the other day and I saw the stickers? Six Walgreens. But no, I've been to Walgreens for a while. They do still have stickers at Walgreens at the pharmacy. Really? It's very strange. Stand six feet apart. Well, I see that at the pharmacy, though, because if you're in line, there's a good chance you 
you're sick or you know but we've already become so socially distanced nobody stands we're, we're all four apart in a new way it's just yeah out of nah yeah I guess <laughs> all six feet apart as you look back in time to explain that the younger generations like living through COVID it's gonna be a wild how, yeah. how weird it was right like yeah it's very much so yeah and our generations had a lot of that shit happen like like 9-11 or any of that you know what I mean so where you have to because well, 9 11, we're getting a little off kilter here, sorry, but uh, I didn't realize this when someone said that this last 9 11, these kids nowadays don't know. They don't They don't care about it. They weren't alive for it. They don't know trauma or tragedy like that well, on, no, a, on a national or multinational level. No kid in high school was alive during 9 11 at this point. No, no. Ireland, Ireland's 22 now, and she was born the year 9 11 happened. So. What's her birthday? April 26th. Oh, so right before it happened. So right before it happened. Okay. So she only knows really because I have the people magazine and stuff but so like my son he wasn't around so and school don't teach about stuff like that anymore so <laughs> yeah. well and they won't they'll yeah. keep so, they'll continue yeah. to mask it so like what are yeah. you talking about so good thing for Google yeah it's like Vietnam to us I guess right like true because I mean my dad yeah, was, Vietnam ended in what 73 no. I thought it was 78. 78, maybe you're 78, right. 78, when they finally got done. Maybe you're right. But yeah, anyway, I was three, you know, so I don't have, my dad was there, so, but it's the only reason I know, you know. Yeah, they so. suffered trauma. We haven't oh, suffered trauma compared to that sort of trauma. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it's way worse. It's not even comparable. So. I think that every day, no yeah. matter my health, my issues, my mental issues, at least I never had to deal with the war right. based on because oh. there's no, I don't think there's anything worse. Right. For uh, the 4th of July this year at McDonald Toyota, we're going to do a, a 4th of July veterans episode. So we're going to bring veterans on to their story. Yeah. So that would be a very um, empowering, emotional. Right. Yes. Well, Rick Stroh's going to help me do it. So yeah. good. Anyway, we, we went way off the, the rails there. What did you think about that one, Gary? Well, it was pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness it was years and years behind me now. As I said always, there's never been an atheist that's shit their pants because when that point comes, you start praying to whatever higher power <laughs> can help you, right? What, whatever God is closest. Whatever, whatever deity is going to sweep down and help you not shit your pants, uh, you're, you're all in on that religion, you know? Clench it up and uh, go to church. Uh, uh, Buddha, Allah, who gives a shit? <laughs> Whoever's listening right now, whoever's going to pick up the phone, I'm a believer. I follow you now, you know? So, yeah, there's never been an atheist that shit their pants. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, right. I'd ask you if you shit your pants, Carrie, but I know you won't tell me. The vault. I have. I've never shit my pants, but my best friend did. <laughs> What's up, Erica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, oh, your Erica. Best friend. <laughs> she was your friend until this episode aired. Well, actually, when I was doing my episode and I was trying to get with my story, she was like, you can use that out. You can use that story. <laughs> did she full on do it? Full on shit her pants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. While going up the steps. <laughs> it was hilarious. In public? Going up to her apartment. Uh, that's okay. That's not horrible. I mean, but I've, I've had to race into my my house, and I can realize my car, my my car, my front door is super easy to unlock unless I'm having to go to the bathroom. Then I'm shaking like I'm, <laughs> I'm having a crack withdrawal. But like, please, Jesus, you know, I was kicked my own door at once, you know. So yeah, that's where you're very lucky to not have button pants. You're oh my! If you're wearing sweatpants or leggings, you're just like, yes, thank you, COVID. Right. Thank you, COVID. You <laughs> <laughs> get your pants down real fast. Uh, COVID killed millions, but saved my underwear. So <laughs> we call that one a wash. Kept us from denim. <laughs> Kept us from denim. All right. We got two down. A rather shitty rest and Slim Jimmy. One left. We have out of body, out of mind. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, this is also a one-time story, and I don't claim to know much about it, but it is the one and only time I ever experienced an out-of-body experience. Really? Yes. And at the time, I really didn't know what it was. So it was very freaky to me and not a pleasant experience. But anyways, I wrapped up my chemo. I was going through radiation. And 
Uh, my con- my cancer was so severe and so large that when they did it, they had to do this big 12 by 12 square area on my right breast area, okay. which is large. It's like a tile. It's foot by foot, yeah. Yeah. So when you do these, they want you to breathe in and hold your breath so your lungs and your heart are so far away from that breast tissue that you're not catching as much radiation on those parts for damage. Okay. So you have to do lots of breath holding during your full radiation treatment. And some can last. You have to hold your breath for up to a minute, a minute, 15 seconds. Really? Um, Yes. So I'm old, and it's hard for me to... That's a tough breath hold, which you learn when you're doing that. So at one point, I'm holding my breath, holding my breath, and realize that I am losing consciousness. But I'm... Because if you don't, you have to redo everything, you know? So I'm bound and determined to hold, hold that breath. And then all of a sudden, I remember flying through dark space, terrified, really fast, um, shooting stars, really loud noises, and very short, very short it seemed. And then I remember seeing myself on that radiation table, slamming back into it really hard, and then waking up and going, (gasps) so, okay, sorry, go ahead. So I immediately go ahead. Did you have a question? Did they bring you back? Did they... No. In fact, okay. I asked them what happened. I was gone for a minute. Yeah. And they're like, "Gone? What do you mean?" And I was like, "I want you to take a piss and get some popcorn." What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, I was just like, "No, yeah. something very strange happened to me. I was gone." And they're like, "Well, at one point during one of your one minute twenty fives, you just completely exhaled and left us hanging." And I'm like, that's when I was gone. You know, I'm like, when did I take that deep inhale breath? And they're like 38 seconds later. And I was like, okay, and you think I was here that entire time? And I'm like, yeah, nothing, nothing occurred. But I knew something had happened. I thought it was very strange. And then I'm not a, a, a dumb dude. I don't believe in it, but... I'm not dumb to that kind of stuff. And I was like, ooh, perhaps I went out of my line. But I'm also not receptive receptive to it. You know, if a ghost walked by me, I wouldn't know. Uh, If my astrology thing for the day came true, I wouldn't care. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So you you do or do not believe in out-of-body experiences? I do believe that people can have them. Okay. And, uh, And I just thought it was a shocker that all of a sudden, I had one, and I know it was a direct result of lack of oxygen in my head. Right. But I went someplace else. <laughs> so then I posted lightly about it, and some people are like, ooh, you need to learn to harness it, and then you can do it. And then I'm like, Oof. no, I don't have time for that, and I know a demon spirit would enter my body when yeah. I was not in it. And so it never beca- it never became a hobby. It's never happened for me again. Right. I didn't seek it again. But I very clearly remember it, and I very clearly remember being completely terrified that that had even occurred to me. I had a friend, C.J. Jones, uh, growing up, was very religious. He one time told me that, that you shouldn't do those because, like you just said, when you're not in there, anything can jump in there. You know, when it's, when it's open, it's open. Yeah. For the next thing. Do you, what are your feelings towards stuff like that, Carrie? I have never, <coughs> never even put any thought into it. Really? Ever. I read a book once as a teenager because I was an avid reader and it was called Stranger with My Face. And it was about twins who were of Indian descent, excuse me, Native American descent. And they had been separated at birth, adopted by different families, and lived across the country. And one of them started getting into it, and then her evil twin took over her soul, her body. And it was a problem. And that book scared me as a child, even though then back then I did was not it, was believe it. Fictional it. Or was it supposed to be? It was, a, it was definitely a fictional okay, story, okay. but it made it seem, you know, 
so incredibly real. And then right. if you do ever read about it, it 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 is something that lots of people can do and control right. and maybe enjoy. I did not. Yeah, I would. I would it was terrifying. With, yeah, I'm a big puss of that. I don't like it. Well, I don't like to lose control. Right. Whether I'm drinking or dancing or not breathing, I don't like to lose control. <laughs> right. right. So that's a big issue with me. Huh. That's pretty wild, man. I remember one day I was sleeping. This is probably two or three years ago. I remember slamming into my bed. Like I don't know if I stood up when I was sleeping or whatever. But I remember just like landing all hard in my bed. And I woke up and it like freaked me out. Like you know, like what did I just do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and it could have been something like that, but you don't remember the actual tiny experience. Standing up, yeah, I don't know what it was, but I remember just slamming hard in my bed. And I remember like it, I'm out of it. When I go to sleep, I go to sleep. I'm out. You know, uh, and I was she's like, "You fall asleep quicker than anybody I've ever met in my life." Like halfway through my sentence, I'm like, "So then uh, today was." She's like, "Fuck, man, me." Is it really? Dude. Better than a baby. It takes me hours. No, I have to no. lay there and think about it usually. Oh no! I'll be like, "I'm going to bed." Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'd have to be really tired for that. I, I wish really? I could sleep like oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You do your physical. like, do you have a hard time falling asleep? I'm like, I'll sleep right now if you want me to. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's my like, favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the truth. But, yeah, it's – but when I'm out, I'm out. Man, I, I'm I'm out. You know, so it, it was weird. I remember that. And it always kind of stuck with you that, that moment, you know, because you sit there laying there and you're like, what just happened? Like, is that – I don't know. It was weird. So – yeah, sleeping in dreams are already very strange, and then to experience that. Do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Recently, I've remembered more of it. So have I lately, like the past month. Yeah. That's weird. I experienced um, same dreams almost every night, exact same dreams really? for years. What's the dream? One was very different when I was a child, and now it's a different dream, but... Uh, so when I was a child, I I wandered around a house with no hallways. A very old, creepy house. Very large. Room to room to room to room to room. Room to room. No hallways going off to the rooms. And all I remember is it's by water. Um, I was terrified of the basement. But I could probably describe you every room in that house. Other than the basement, I was too. There's a monster down there. I could see its tail when I opened the door. I wouldn't go down there. But the other three stories, I would wander freely, room to room to room, very slowly. And you had this dream repeatedly. I used to have it from probably ten years old to about twenty-seven. Almost, I recall so much that I remember it. Hmm. Now I have a different dream. I'm always running, but my running is very slow, like quicksand. (laughs) I'm running through a weird house, hiding from something. Huh. And I know what it is. But yeah, I'm constantly running and on the hide. But this house has cool secret water slides. Three of them. That if I can find those, I can get away from the person chasing me much faster. And then two blocks away, there's like a party city with like a cool bar and food. And I can never get there. <laughs> hmm. And I've been having that one for probably about six years now. Really? Uh-huh. You ever it, talked to somebody about it? No. And I ask that because it's weird to have that same dream over and over again. I don't think I've ever done that. If I if I have, I, I don't, I'm not aware of it. Well, I think when I was younger, I was looking for something. And I think now, <clears throat> I've had enough trauma that I'm running from something. Okay. Yeah. Huh. You ever, you ever wake up in the middle of a dream and try and go back to sleep to finish the dream? Yes. Yeah. It's hard, hard to. And it doesn't work. No, ever. Never, ever. It's very hard to. Yeah. Like you're, if you're actually having a great one, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, there's been many times, even like, I'm having a great dream, like a great experience. Not, not, not you know, being dirty there, Cochina, <laughs> but, uh, but like, I'm like, oh, how's this going to end? And I wake up to pee because I'm an old man. I'm like, oh, all right, pee. And I go back to sleep there. I know, right. pee ruins everything. The bladder ruins everything in old age. Right. What right. cracks me up in my dreams is if I'm fighting, it's all so slow. And if I'm trying to move, it's all just so slow. I'm never going to get anywhere. Right. Like, oh, okay, you got to go back to my room. Well, that takes two hours. I wake up and, oh, it's like four in the morning. Shit, it took five hours in my dream to get just yeah. there. there. 
Yeah. Sure, it's on a water slide. Yeah. I'm wondering where they're going to be able to figure out drains. You know what I mean? To, to... How cool would that be? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's supposed to be a lady who worked at the store in Morgan, down by Brown. It's like a herbal kind The holistic of, And she's store. supposed to do some dream animalizations. Well, there's lo- there's interpretation dream books. Right. You know, they're all very similar out there. And I believe that all of our dreams tap into what we don't know and are really very real. Our subconscious our trying subconscious, to give yeah, us some sort of vision for our future journey or past. Yeah. I believe that. All right. All right. Well, uh, three great stories, Jen. Thank you. I'll take care of your story real fast. Jen first came on episode six. six. Yep. Six is my cherry pop. This is uh, the worst episode ever. Can I tell you why? Uh, I, I she beats me, and but she she gives the answer right away. She I'll spoil it because if you haven't seen it, it was now 143 episodes ago. So where you been? Uh, she she has a story about working at a steakhouse and seeing a ghost. But then she tells me she doesn't believe in ghosts, <laughs> and I don't catch it, Carrie. I don't catch it. And so I'm editing. I'm like, she gave me the fucking answer. I was so mad, dude. <laughs> did you get it wrong? Yeah, I did get it wrong. I guess something else. But I didn't catch that I'd done that because you were like, I think it was before we even started telling stories, you were like, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in any of that crap because neither does Adam. He's a, he's a non-believer. And then the story comes up with the, the lumberjack and the trail dust, right? Yeah, the trail dust. I tell a ghost story about the trail dust steakhouse. <laughs> and I, I don't pick that story, which is stupid because she just told me she doesn't believe in ghosts. So... That's why I hate that episode, just so you know. <laughs> she gave me the answer, and I still fucked it up. So it <laughs> still got it wrong. That's when I knew I'm going to be horrible at this podcast. Do you so think I gave you the answer during this one? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stab you if it did. Okay. Did you give us the answer? Uh, I'm, I don't think I did. I don't okay. think I gave it up this time. Okay. Do you have one of mine, Carrie? No. Okay. I am, like, completely stuck. I'm like, oh. I made it difficult. My story is only uh, partially. It's oh, don't tell us. True. Okay. Just, okay. You I, forgot to ask that at the beginning. I, I don't do that anymore. Do. We, don't, do it we anymore. don't do it anymore. Oh. Yeah, we don't make them tell. Because a lot of people, are, they, I, it stumps them when I ask that. You oh, know? gotcha. Like, oh, I think it's kind of borrowed. Then I'll be like, oh, it's, you know, all gotcha. made up. So, yeah. All right. Well, we have three great stories. We have a uh, rather shitty arrest, Slim Jimmy, and out of body, out of mind. So. What we do now is we rock, paper, scissors to see who has to guess first, Carrie. So how do you rock, paper, scissors? I do one, two, three, shoot. No, no, I do one, two, three with you. Did you watch the Squid Game Challenge? No. Rock, I... paper, scissors is part of the Squid Game Challenge. The new one that just TV. came out? Yes. I'll have to check how, it out. How do they do it? They do one, two, three, shoot. Not one, two, shoot. There's a... On Netflix, uh, what do they call them? Their voiceover in English, like foreign films that are voiceover. Subtitle, or, yeah. With it's, voiceover. I almost it's been Korean. They they do rock paper scissors one two three shoot like it's a six count. I'm like that, that's that's madness right there. So oh. we're doing four. Yeah. All right, ready? I think that's paper, so I'm going to give it to you, although you did a karate chop. I don't yeah, think hers was a full fruit slice. <laughs> yeah, it was like Joey's fire like, over here. I don't cut my rock. Yeah, carry the vault over here is doing so wait, karate shit. I don't have to guess first. I guess first. Good. All right. Uh, oh, rather shitty arrest, Slim Jimmy, and out-of-body experience. I, I'm going to say a rather shitty arrest is probably a true story because you had a lot of detail with that one. I think that maybe that would have been... It, although I think you kind of, the only thing that made me question it was you said you had made a mistake and it's been years ago, and then you were getting arrested at 23, which means you'd have been in an apartment about 19 or 20 in Denver working in 7 Eleven. So that's a pretty tough, tough pull there. But I'm going to say it's a true story. Out of body, out of mind. I think, uh, well, I'm, let me take a Slim Jimmy, I think, is a true story too. I met your son. I, 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 I buy that. So I think that math works out. So. I think out of body, out of mind is part true, part false. I think you might have had a little bit of that, but I think if, if you'd uh, left them hanging, they'd let you know right away. Like, they'd have started going to work on you or something. There'd, there'd been some action being taken. If you just exhaled and then didn't inhale again for 30 seconds, whatever you said, I think they would have, I think something would have came about it. They'd have, they'd, have, they'd have panicked. If you weren't breathing, you know, they, something would have came about it. So I'm going to take out of body, out of mind. Focus. Focus on Kelly's son. So, 
my gut tells me it's a rather shitty arrest. And I don't know why. It just tells me to pick that one. Is there something in there? <laughs> my gut says to I'm me. like, why would somebody get on a podcast and no plea admit that on Jim Poe? No. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry believes you really did shit your pants <laughs> in the drunk tank and then blame it on the poor drunk bastard next to you. Officer, Sounds this like guy me. makes me just shit my pants. So if we can please pull this over. I don't know why my gut says that that's the one. The rather shitty arrest, and I'm going to take out a body experience. Before you pull that over, I do want to say thank you to the Brush Emporium. They're actually the sponsor of the podcast. We're going to have sponsors for the episode, which is uh, Magic Bean. But they're the actual sponsors of the podcast. And I thank them every time because they give us this great opportunity to have this great studio downstairs. Uh, they've been very generous with their time. 210 Clayton Street is a brush emporium, a pizza emporium. If you haven't been down here, what are you waiting for? A lot of great stuff down here. Terry didn't have uh, sticks when I came down. I was... I was Nope. I but I have pizza waiting. Oh, do you? Okay. All right. The pizza That's is so good it's, here, you guys. It is very good. Mm-hmm. And they're owned by such great people, very generous people. And at Christmas time, has passed, but if you're looking for a great gift, a unique gift, don't go to Amazon. Come locally and see the stuff that people locally are making. You know? The stuff upstairs. There's a bunch of different booths, a bunch of different vendors. You guys, the selection down here is superb. If you want cute, if you want rustic, if you want fun, if you want something you've never seen before, right? It's right upstairs. That's a great push. That's a great pitch. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much, and I hope you support them. They support this podcast. If you like this podcast, come support the Brush and Point because they're great people and they're doing a great job here. So, and they brought a little business back to downtown Brush, right? Yes, and they just got engaged today. They did. Congratulations! Well. I believe the wedding is going to be uh, Valentine's Day of 25. Dang. Yeah. So, because I told him I know a DJ that works for Pizza Ice Cream at a very, very modest bar tab. And if you get married on Valentine's Day, guys, just a hint, that's one less day you got to remember in the year. That's why they picked it. What yep. you going to say? You have played great music. Thank you. Thank you. I play all the old shit. That's why. You know. That's right. Who were we just listening to? Uh, Richard Cheese, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know Richard Cheese is looking up. He's great. So anyway, um, you know, flip that over. You're taking a rather shitty rest. I'm thinking out of body and mind. What is it, Jen? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, get the <laughs> shit out of here. Slim Jimmy. No. What's not true about that? The only part that is not true about this story is the length of time that I was stranded out there. Days. I said days and days and days. Oh, shit. I was done in two days back home, back in my car. Oh, I know. I tried to go so simple to stump yeah. everybody. And, yeah, sadly, the rather shitty story <laughs> is it's completely true. A true story. Yes. That's out of control, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the out-of-body experience? That's a true I story. I thought the same thing. I thought, surely they noticed that I was gone for that long and didn't, didn't interview. Right. But nobody did crab. They just treated it like That's wild, nothing Jim. ever happened. Because if they're right here, they obviously can see your chest moving if you're breathing. Well, right? But they aren't in the room with you. When you're being administered radiation, oh. they're giving you cues through a uh, headphone and oh. going inhale, exhale. And I bet you when I exhale, they probably just thought, oh, this guy girl can't hold her breath. Let's, we got to do it again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I get, and I wasn't out for so long. I think right. maybe in a minute they'd have been like, wait, I'm drunk. Right. You know, but. Even 38 seconds, I was like, and you guys didn't find that weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You come to our lunchtime, lady. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how, how, how long have you been doing right? You're in remission, you said. Well, I'm not in remission. I technically actually beat stage three breast cancer. That's the shit right there. Yes, awesome. yes. And it's such a relief. So now I'm just looking at deciding if I'm going to add a breast here or remove what they gave me here because right. of prior surgical complications. Okay. And I'm ready to start making those decisions. So yeah. we'll save that for the, the start we'll start this year on those surgeries. Is there is there a time frame that you have to decide? No, that's why it's up taken so long already. Right. Yeah. Because and I had the infection and the open wound. And it's just been complication after complication. So right. now we're ready to finally start. But when did you first find out you had it? I found out the week before the lockdown. I found out December 6th, 2019. Oh, no I went shit. through chemo 
completely alone. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Jim. And yeah, just when that alone told my family, you can't come in or I just got to go do this, you right. know, so I went through it during the entire lockdown. That sucks. Man. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Yeah. I got really good on a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I imagine. That's, yeah. That was all wild back then. Uh, back to the Patty, she heard her mom went into a, a nursing home in 2019, scared to death people forget about her. That was because she had dementia, right? And so, and they said, we won't forget about you. Here, see, well then, Everything shuts down, and all of a sudden, no one's coming. You know what I mean? Oh, so it, it was it was awful. It, it is. It's terrible. And they knock on the window. She'd go knock on the window to see her mom. Her mom's like, "Why aren't you coming?" You know what's what's going? On? It was yeah. So many people. I understand that the isolation probably helped us, but yeah, when you're going through that sort of isolation, that's sad isolation. And mine, I just thought, I'd rather not get my family sick. I'm an right. adult. I can find ways to occupy my time. And in all honesty, when they stick those chemo needles in, you get so sleepy, you're going to fade out anyways, and your cancer buddy is stuck sitting there as alone as you were thought you were during yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah. I used to remember going, <laughs> within 10, 20 minutes of them hooking me up to the chemo. You pulled a Larry Carey. Pulled. I pulled a Larry Carey. <laughs> Passed oh, out. Larry Carey, chemo Carey. Larry Carey. <laughs> I need you to Larry Carey this. Did you say Harry Carey? We said Larry Carey. Okay, we don't want you. We don't want you leaving us. But uh, that's 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 wild shit, Jen. Yeah. Proud of you though. That's awesome. You came you came out the other side though. That's like I am too, and yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate. Yeah. I'm very fortunate. Oh. So I'm grateful every day for that because I know not everybody does. Yeah. You so. know what? But I have a theory. I, I have a strong belief, not a theory. You live it long enough, you're going to get some form of it. Oh, know? absolutely. I mean, it's, I, it's. You can't avoid it. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be, it is what it is. So uh, luckily, knock on wood, my family's not big in cancer. You know, it's. We're the diabetes and heart attack people, but uh, <laughs> and I'm adopted, yeah. so I don't know. Someone's always like a yay surprise. That's right. Yeah. So That's you right. treat it like that. You're like, oh, silver lining. I'd have never known this. Did you? Do you not know anything about it? I know nothing, and I don't want a 23 in me because I think that I'd rather have medical surprises from here on out than find out that they went on to love other children and were like. She's defective. We've talked about this. Yeah, we yeah. know she can be defective. Whoop! Get rid yeah, of her. Yeah. And but then they went on to have other children and loved them. I don't think I can deal with that sort of rejection in my heart. So I've never done twenty three in me. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I guess I would understand. Yeah. That. I don't. I had friends that they. Uh, Why well, have you done twenty three in me? Well, no, and don't I you have. just get your genetics? Like what you are, not necessarily medical history. Or does uh, you, you can't pay extra. Industry. I didn't pay extra for the medical. So. Gotcha. But you, I got. It was kind of cool. Like uh, I was joking around. Being, I'm Swedish, Swedish, Hispanic, and Japanese because that's the main part of it. And it turns out I got a little skin in all the game. You know what I mean? I'm not black or Irish. Everything else is. You, I should be offended <laughs> by any other joke. No Irish. Yeah, no Irish, no black. You know. But uh, it, it was kind of cool. I got it for my birthday for my mom. Like, and that's what I said. It's exactly the face I met. I said, "Should you know this, mom? Is this?" <laughs> Are we just double checking so your math, or you're trying to tell me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I have yeah. a past. Hush your mouth yeah, and yeah. take the test. You know what? Fuck you. You were at the party, okay? It was great. <laughs> it was a good time. I took a bunch of the yellow pills. Don't know what they were. And then, you know, nine minutes later, you're pissing me off. So, but uh, I took it. And I, I it was cool. It was really cool to see. So my great grandfather on my mom's side is from Sweden, and it actually pinpointed the village he's from. Damn. Or town or whatever they are, Isn't you know. That wild? It's it blew my mind because I because I tried to pronounce them. I was like, "That's where Grandpa's from." That's you know, and I thought that's awesome. my great grandmother's from Chihuahua. It pinpointed that, so it's kind of cool. So you can see your family, Jenner. You can actually see if you're related to anybody around here. Well, well, maybe I'll do it later, and then most of my would have been siblings might be dead. Yeah, I didn't uh, meet my sister Crystal for until I was like twenty five. I don't um, think I'm from around here because oh, really? allegedly I was shipped out of Sweden and adopted here, if I remember correctly. You're Swedish. 
I don't believe I'm Swedish either. Do I look Swedish? Do I? I look rather... <laughs> if we have to go into a mix, I'd say I'm rather blue. <laughs> okay. All right. I... <laughs> Come on, you know. Um, what I was going to say... Uh... I don't have the fair qualities of Swedish. I'm tall like a Swede. I really, truly don't know. But... Right. And that's only allegedly where I came from. Right. As I started trying to find my family, I was like, I was sold on the black market and y'all were lied to. Yeah. Like, there, none of the circumstances line up for my adoption. But you Nothing. also ended up with a family who loved you, right? Oh, I could not ask to have had a greater childhood. So I'll do the silver lining with that thank one, Thank you. Thank you, Don Nevlin. I couldn't have asked for better private uh, childhood than I got from my parents. But, I mean, so ultimately, you weren't... Discarded that. They just Correct. sent you to a place right. where you were going to be right. loved. And I still have that. both my parents. Another thing I'm extremely grateful for right. at my age. Right. Yes. It's tough. Yep. I'll see them both on Christmas Day. Oh, New Year's Day. I'm so excited. I saw them both. Right. I screwed that up again. Right. Um, it's all good. It's all good. But 23 Me is cool. I, I thought it was pretty neat. And it's, well, I was telling you, my sister Crystal, I'd, I'd never met until 25. So mom would always tell me, don't ever date Mexican girls named Crystal, Larry. Don't ever date a Mexican girl named Crystal because there's a chance that's your sister, dude. Oh my like, You're creating a shower yeah. team pool there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dance with the be, devil, my friend. I don't be racist, son, but stick to the white girls, okay? Because your dad's a pig and God only knows. You know what I mean? We're the seeds of planets. Well, in my head, do you really want to date a girl in our age group that was named Crystal anyways? <laughs> My sister Crystal, by the way, is badass. She's <laughs> awesome. Okay, not, but we don't want to date each other, right, sis? That's what's going on there. Not so, to date on my terrible opinion about that. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't. Yeah. I silver linings, Jim. You know what I mean? You so, bet. You bet. Every you know, day, be grateful for them. So, all right. Anything else? No, uh-huh. I don't think so. You want, this is always so much fun for me. Thank you. How busy? How busy? How, how's <laughs> business doing for you, Carrie? You all busy? Busy? It's yeah, it's good. I can't wait till tomorrow because then I'll be off for two days. But. Nice, nice. What's the address again? Two nineteen Clayton Street. And you take walk-ins when we have time. Okay, I'm busy. I just walk in there and start bullshitting with her. That's what I do. So, I well, I want to come back. It's important to mention barbershop because barbers have to go to school a lot longer than cosmetologists do. Right. And you don't assume that, but it's true. I would rather go to a barber than a. A regular it's, hairdresser. It's the same amount. That you, when I went to beauty school, you used to have to do five hundred more hours barbers than cosmetologists. Well, you can do just the barber now, but it's oh. it's fifteen hundred hours to do all of that. The okay. only difference between the barber and the Cosmo is, is the straight razor. Is the straight razor on the face? Because a Cosmo can use it from the temples down. That doesn't seem fascinating. And God. waxing. Barbers but, can't wax. But we have to use the straight razor with guard when you can use an actual. They're a world. They're allowed. I retired. Yeah, I the retire. regular cosmetologist can use a straight razor, no guard, from the temples and back and down. Fascinating. Yeah, it's changed. It's, the industry is always changing. Yeah, so. they, Dora had actually sent out an email to clarify it with everybody what, what the difference is. Very nice. Yeah. But Echo does the straight razor, right? Yes, on the face, yeah. Okay. And you don't do it? No. And what you makes, don't want me to if do If you've it. never had, as a man, your face, your facial hair straight razor with the hot towel and the whole experience, you guys, you don't even know what you're miss, missing out on. It's too fancy for my ass. I, it's not. And you will come out like a precious baby boy. <laughs> We'll set you up with that. Girl. I didn't get some that night. If you're smooth enough, it's it's like you're like way fat and everything, but your face is so smooth. Like, Got to be smooth I'm inside a, and outside. I'm gonna give up the ass to this one because I mean, as long as keep your shirt on, bro. I just want the face. Yeah. So. I well, give a set of my face a whole new meaning. Hell yeah! So we're gonna get going, and Jen. It's always good to see you. Good to see you yeah, too. Thank you so much. It sounds like uh, you got some guys to bring on, so we might see you soon. Yes, I the... do have a couple of prospects, which should be a lot of fun. Hey, you're getting to be as bad as my pimp here. That's uh, my podcast pimp. Well, I, you know, I have people just naturally come to me. Right. They're like, "Hey, man, is that something I could do?" And I'm like, "If they do, yes, absolutely. It, it is totally something you can do. We welcome it yeah, because the absolutely. more stories we can get, right." 
better off. Well, let me just say that before we go. Uh, if you do want to do the podcast, let us know. If you know Carrie or Jen, get a hold of them. They can they can hook it up too. So we absolutely, I'd love to have. I love to have new people I don't know on the podcast. That's my favorite. Well, and anything you know? and everything. It doesn't have to be funny. It can be serious, nostalgic, um, right. sad. We don't. We don't mind. We take all X rated. Yes, X rated. Yes. My favorite. That's when I get to come guest host. Because I mean, some people because of the comedy background think it's all. I don't have funny stories. I don't. It doesn't. Need I don't. I don't. I love the funny stories. I love serious stories. I love the stories that come from here, or your crazy shit that's happened to you. That's the story I want to hear. And that's why I decided to pick one serious one, right. that out of body experience, because and it very few people will have that in their lives, and I'll never forget it. And it doesn't matter how small you think your story is. You'd be surprised how many people will relate to that story when you tell it. You know. So anyway, we got you going. Uh, Power's going to die on this tablet. So I am Moose Lundstrom. <laughs> I'm Carrie Anchor. Hey. And I'm General Russ. General Russ. <laughs> Peace, guys. Take care.